Hello and welcome to our series of iVoice podcasts, bite-sized learning and top tips from Voice at the Table to help you believe it when you say, I can and I will be successful. Each podcast will only take 10 minutes of your time and in it, one of our experts at Voice at the Table will share her personal I strategy. I'm Andrea James and today I'm delighted to introduce Joanna Godoin, who will be talking to us about the I that she thinks is important for success. Joanna is an associate here at Voice at the Table. So Joanna, what is your I and why have you chosen it? So today my I is impact and um, in a sense it's an obvious one because it's what I help people with. I help them with their image and impact. But impact is so fundamental in the professional workplace because Mm -hmm. we need to stand out. There are often lots of people that do very similar things to us. And so actually having some standout and memorability with others is important, not just from an internal perspective, and people often forget about that one, internal personal profile, but also, of course, externally with clients, prospects and other partners. What do you mean by internal personal profile? Well, often people um, are stressed about getting a new role, a new job. They get it, and as all of us naturally do, we relax a bit. And um, obviously relaxing is a good thing. We don't want to remain in a stressed, uh, overwrought state at work. But actually they forget they do need to maintain an internal personal profile and have some impact on those around them. Because all of your colleagues pretty much will um, contribute to your personal review, so the feedback you get. Mm -hmm. That will then drive which promotions you get. And of course, day to day, it affects what projects and other things you get to work on. Mm-hmm. So actually having a really positive personal profile, much of which comes from a, a good impact on those around you, really contributes positively to all those things. So how are some ways that you can do that? Um, well, today really was focusing on visual impact. Um, there are lots of different ways you can make impact, um, obviously through your work, um, you know, what, uh, what you sound like, yeah. um, behaviours. But really, if we're focusing on visual impact today, it's thinking about how do you look appropriate yeah. for what you do. Mm-hmm. Um, 30 years ago, in almost any office environment, it would have been a suit. Yep. And probably quite a boring suit mm-hmm. and some sort of shirt, blouse, dare I say, or top underneath. I mostly had black. <laughs> but nowadays, that's not the case. Maybe in a few law firms, banks, etc. But there's a lot more scope for what you can actually wear. And this is great because it can bring in um, more individuality and personality. And I certainly always advise women, as, especially as they become more senior, they need to do that. They need to look like they're in something different, not just a uniform. Mm -hmm. But it also brings challenges as well, because you've got to think about what's appropriate for what you're doing. And that might vary by day. So there's thinking about what sector you work in, what your role is. But on any any given day, what are you actually doing with that? Are you just having internal meetings? Are you going out to clients? Which clients are you seeing? You know, particularly if you think um, you are, say, a a lawyer, for example, so you probably are relatively formally dressed, but you might dress very differently to go and see a media client, to go and see a banking client. So just just thinking about that. And it is more challenging for women than men um, because there are just more options. It's great for us because we can look way more interesting, but it's also more challenging. And unfortunately, it's still the case that women get far more judged for what they look like. So you don't think we can do the 
Steve Jobs or Mark Zuckerberg approach of always wearing the same thing? Not really, to be honest. Um, it still get, would get really noticed um, with a woman doing it. We might not say it's fair or any of those things, but it is the reality. Um, because unfortunately, men tend to get judged just by women. But women get judged by men and often far more harshly by other women too. Um, mm. And it is easier to get it wrong. Um, so, you know, what I try and do is help people think about what is the appropriate impact? And it's not just saying, actually, how should I look to other people? But actually, what makes me feel good? Because thinking about your own confidence yep. is as important as what other people are thinking about you. When you don't feel yourself, you're not going to make that impact at work. Yeah, I think it's really difficult because I I fell into that category of, I really... I'm not bothered by by how I look in a way. Just judge me for the quality of the work that I put out. You know, I don't want to have to conform to wearing certain outfits or heels and makeup and all of that kind of thing. It just felt like a distraction. That's what it felt like. You know, why do you have to judge me on the way my hair is and mm. my makeup? Or, you know, why can't you just listen to what I have, what to, say? have to say? Yeah, mm. and, and it's only over time that I stop fighting that so much <laughs> and think, okay, but why fight to get my, my message heard? Why don't I just skip that bit and now spend the time discussing the message because that bit's already taken care of i've kind of ticked that box mm. in a way and i stopped fighting that battle in, in yeah some sense. it's I, I completely get what you're saying and in an ideal world we'd be less superficial mm -hmm. but actually the reality is time is short and people meet lots of people all the time it's actually having an appearance that engages people and actually isn't distracting if people are looking at your clothes or mm. shoes or whatever that's often a negative because they're not focusing on you and what you're saying yeah which is what you want to get uh, done in the, the workplace um so actually get, to get yourself heard it's almost like winning yourself the airtime with people to tick off the good image good impact box um, to then have that opportunity to share those things yeah, and unfortunately, we also take in a lot of, sort of standard signals. So if somebody looks young, they tend to be less experienced. If they're wearing a, you know, a cheap suit, then it, we have all of these kinds of if this, then yeah. that. Because a, a friend of mine who works in investment banking, he a very kind of down to earth, simple guy. And, and he's still to, to this day, outside of work, really relaxed mm -hmm. uh, dress sense. But he switched and and got nicer suits mm. and all of a sudden just got taken more seriously. Yeah. Exactly the same work. Yes. Exactly the same. It, it is. It's, <laughs> you see this often. I mean, probably my best example is actually a male client of mine. Um, but he, he was in his late 20s and um, he worked in a bank in Canary Wharf, lived in Canary Wharf too. And he said he had a real problem. He was a PhD. He had a PhD, so he was a doctor. He had a real problem getting respected and you know awarded credibility at work. Mm. And 
actually when he showed me what he wore on a Friday I'm not saying there wasn't anything else contributing to it but that was a big part of the problem because he was in a smart suit Monday to Thursday and again I'm, I'm not wishing to say we need to wear suits and most formal all the time but just in this particular example and then on the Friday if I'm really honest he looked like he was washing the car in a faded grey t-shirt and jeans and more casual clothing makes us look younger mm-hmm. but also there was just that perception of you know related to the job had completely changed and because it was such a difference from the rest of the week people did remember it yeah um so that had led to decreased credibility oh yeah such is the way so yes human instinct really (laughs) but today like what what three things can our listeners take away um well quite detailed but it's often people wear too many neutral colors sit on the tube and what can you see especially in winter black gray navy Mm. um i'd really encourage you not that you have to start wearing a red dress ladies or really something quite out there um but to try and introduce some more interesting color into your wardrobe it'll help energize you most office environments you can now get away with it and it'll help you be a bit more memorable rather than just blending in Mm -hmm. secondly think about the focal point of your outfit you know, where does your eye go first when you look at yourself? And are you happy with other people's eyes going there? Oh, so that's, um, I, I won't get into detail, especially as you can't see me. But if you think about some of the places might, that might not be appropriate to attract attention, or if you just feel uncomfortable with them. You know, for instance, if someone's self-conscious about their stomach, you wouldn't want um, something around your stomach that would attract a lot of attention. So careful placement of belt or, you know, statement necklace somewhere else to draw the attention elsewhere. And thirdly, wear things you feel great in. You're going to make a far better impact if you are wearing something you feel good in. And um, maybe that's not something on the outside. It might be your best pair of red knickers. (laughs) Thank you very much for that. Hadn't really thought about it that way. Um, Well, thanks, Joanna, for for, for joining us. And, And thank you for listening. So just remember, on our website, you can find out more about this topic and learn about our workshops resources and of course more of our free podcasts thank you once again for your insights joanna on on visual impact i'm your host andrea james and we look forward to talking to you again at the next i voice for for more information go to voice at the table.com Thank you and goodbye. Bye-bye.